Caleb, it's loud where you're at. What, what's going on? Bam, we're live. Caleb. Caleb. Oh, yeah, it is Caleb who's loud. Are you sure it's not me? No, watch when he unmutes himself. Oh, because the oh, uh, Caleb, you're at the you're at the semifinals. Oh, yep. Thought about that. Our man on the scene. What if we did a live call-in show tomorrow at six a.m.? Okay. Excuse me. No, not you, Caleb. <laughs> you're good. What are we? What? Where? What time zone are you in, Caleb? I think I'm still on the Eastern time zone. So that would be 9 a.m. for so, you? Yep. Uh, won't you be, like, doing something by then? I don't know. They don't really have me doing anything, but I could be at the venue probably. Oh, oh, that could be fun. Hey, how come you sent me a CFL shirt and it's it's LG, the LGBTQ ver- flag and you have the blue? You get the masculine one and I got the one that's the inclusive. inclusive. I, I thought you would like that one. It's good for your image. Your image. <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. And I party. I party. That one has LGBTQ the better sleeve. Thank you. Yeah, it does. It does look nice on me. I like it. Your dog's in here. <laughs> your dog. <laughs> She's talking shit to me. I should have, my dog. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't close the doors, guys. It's fine. It's hot in here tonight. How's at the beach all day? Good life. I, yeah. I think I did a podcast this morning. No. Yeah? No. Yeah? Yes, yes, you did. yes. yes. Who did you do it with? <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Self, Ryan. Oh, shit. Yeah, that one was hardcore. JR. Was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was it JR? Was I was going to say RJ. Hey, I, we're so lucky this this lady's. I don't know anymore. <laughs> JR Howell. You know, I'd heard Brian and um, Brian had been talking that dude up forever. So it was kind of cool to meet him. It sucked that his audio was all jacked up. But I am stoked about this uh, lady who's coming in on now, Chris Rugloski. I watched like four podcasts she's done. And uh, she's easy. I, I'm here. I'm going to predict this right now. She was homeschooled. <laughs> How, what, what's the conclusion you're drawing there? How'd you put that together? I just think she's homeschooled. I, I, I can't, can't. She's like. She acts like Will. No. <laughs> no. You just fucked up my whole theory, Caleb. No, she does not act anything like fucking Will. <laughs> Will, Will, Will shits diamonds. Will, Will shits diamonds. <laughs> Will shits diamonds. My goodness. Uh, pressure cooker. This um, man, that thread is awesome. I love hearing his thoughts, just his ideas and thoughts on shit. Like when he gets passionate about something. Yeah. He's and not the guy you wanted to be. Yeah. He might be Hiller's kryptonite. I love that he's doing that. Yeah. What is, uh, what's, uh, you know, there's like, what's Batman have that's like his nemesis? Batman's just a regular human, isn't it, right? Isn't it just Joker? No, I feel like I feel like Will would be more like the commissioner. You know, like they're on the same team, but they don't go oh, about it yeah. the same way. No, this isn't this isn't Hunter's girlfriend for crying out loud. Wait, <laughs> oh, oh, I can't click it. I thought my commissioner thing was good. I thought you were gonna give me some love for that one. You were, uh, sorry, say it again. Wait, say it again. Wait, sorry. I, was, I, I said was, Will's more like nice one, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. You. <laughs> thank you for helping my ego out. So it's like they're on the same team, but they're going about their business just in different ways. You know. I promise you guys that the next month – is the show ever dull? By the show, I mean just our ecosystem, our community. Isn't this fun? 
someone who's like a real big shot in the community the other day, actually this afternoon goes, what does it mean when all those people are posting all those bats? I'm like, Oh man, you're so fucking, uh, February, 2022. Like you just don't know, you don't know what bats are. It's like, thank you. Thank you. Elise, Elisa, Elise, Elise, Khaleesi, Elise. Yeah. It's never, uh, uh, look at the Liver King content and stumble upon this live stream. Thai City Garage. Peace and love. Uh, it, man, this, this fucking show just fucking moves. And uh, it's just uh, the drama is always there and the fun and the, the narrative is always just nuts. It's good. It's a good, good. time. Hey, hey Ty, um, are you take, do you take any of those supplements? What do you think about that, that, that cat? Good question. Uh, do, or, do, or do you just do the raw stuff? I've kind of been slacking on my raw eat meeting, my raw meat eating, my meat eating raw. Anyway, oh, we have to have the raw meat eating guy back on. The guy I was, was just going to say the note yeah. came up that he's getting close to 200 days. Correct. We were a couple oh. weeks out, so we need to get that. Uh, was his name John? I forget. Yes, it was John. He didn't want to give his name. Yes. Good job. Oh. Uh, Tom Jim Payne Bob says, welcome, Ty City. Um, the, uh, Ty City, there are some trippy cats here, like Dick Butter. Uh, just kind of tiptoe around those guys. They're—I don't know—they stumbled upon this. Uh, I don't know what's Dick's going a good on. dude. He's—he's he's a dick. He's quite the dick. <laughs> uh, today we have on um, Chris Ruglowski. This uh, young lady. Uh, it, it seems like she's exploded on the high rock scene. Oh, here she is. Look at I see her. Boom. Ah, yes. All right, I'm uh, in. Welcome. Hi, Caleb. Peace. Peace Hi. and love, Caleb. Chris. <laughs> Chris. Hi, how are What's you? Up, girl? Good. I'm Sevon. Nice. Nice to virtually meet you. Nice to meet you. If we were in person, I would shake your hand. I don't have any people fear or virus or germ fears. <laughs> I'm on the same what? page. I got there. that over it. <laughs> and that's Mr. Matt Souza, the producer of the show. Hi, Chris. Hi, Matt. Nice to meet you. Wonderful to meet you as well. Dude, are you like, fuck, can I just won the high rocks? Can I just party? What's up with all this media bullshit? Um, a little bit. It's yeah. been a lot, but no, it's fun. Um, I, I mean, yeah, this is all new. It's still, yeah. I don't think it's really sunk in that I've won anything yet. So yeah, hand, trying to handle all this attention is a lot. <laughs> oh, you've been getting a lot of attention for, I, well, I, I typed in your name into YouTube and then I just started digging through your, all the podcasts you've done. And, and you're fucking killing. Well, you're, no, come on, you're killing it. You're easy. There's anxiety level just went up. There's um, there's whole podcasts where you carry them, where the hosts are all like nervous and shit, and they're like, "Hi, Chris." Uh, and you're and you just and you're just running the show. You're like, "Okay, I got this." Don't worry. I've I've definitely I've been on some. I've had some podcasts that I've really enjoyed, and some that I haven't so much. So yeah, the ones that you haven't is because the um, why is that? Be because the interviews, the people that are supposed to be leading it. Yeah. I, I found the biggest thing is they haven't looked into me at all. And yeah. so they like ask me questions and I'm like, if you like knew anything about me, you would know to ask a better question than that, I guess. Right. Oh shit. Oh, now the pressure's pressure. Okay. Well, I want you to know that I pulled out my biology book, my 10th grade biology book. And I do, I have confirmed that you're a woman. Yes. So we're I am off. A woman. We're off. We're, we're off. We're off to a, uh, we just don't want to get it wrong here on the show. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, that, it's, it's hard for some people to figure out. But yes, I am indeed a woman. Genius. And you're 26 years old. Uh, 25. 
Darn it. I, I, in your podcast six months ago, you said you were 25. I'm like, she must have turned 26 already. <laughs> no, I turned 25 six months ago. So. Oh, okay. Uh, you just went, you were just in Vegas. I was. And first time the, in it, Vegas. Seriously? Oh, hey, are you homeschooled? I was homeschooled, yes. Oh, <laughs> you just inflated. We're going to hear about this for a while. I see Caleb over there. Too. She's, she's weird and she's confident. There's this weird, there's this weird confidence that homeschool kids have. Like they just know, they don't know the shit to be afraid of. They don't. That's, oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they don't, they don't know the shit to be afraid of. They haven't been picked on by enough kids. They haven't been te- like had the weird teasing. They're just, and they've had to interact with so many fucking adults. Like you're telling the story about how you're running and you're talking to a 50 year old man. I'm like, no 25 year old normal girl talks to a 50 year old man. Oh, They're weird. 50 year old men are creeps. <laughs> but when you're homeschooled, you don't know that because you haven't been programmed for that. Maybe that, that has something to do with it. Yeah. Crazy. And um, I, I love the story. Um, now I'm just showing off because to make sure you know I did my research. I like the story about how your <laughs> yeah. shoe fell. Your shoe fell off um, as yes. you were approaching the final events. That's a great story. We'll get to that. Um, we, yes. Wh- where were you born? I was born in Scottsdale, Arizona. Are your parents um, wealthy? No. Okay. Um, they uh, were how there. the fuck do they afford to live there? Now that you asked, I'm not really sure. Um, my dad was a, I think, uh, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Because, I mean, this was, I guess Scottsdale's always been a wealthy place. I've heard Scottsdale has like a bad rap for being, you know, the stuck up people. Um, hey, I love it. Not, my friends there were, are rich as fuck and they take such good care of me. I love those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad had just finished um, actually a seminary in California and they'd moved back to Arizona. So, yeah, not wealthy. Um, I was the fourth kid in and um, single income. So, yeah, <laughs> not on the rich side of things. And, and when you when you say fourth, how many uh, siblings are there total in your family? Um, there's eight total. Wow. Same mom. Yes. And dad. <laughs> wow. and, um, and you're the fourth. So you're right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yep. Uh, my dad went to seminary school. Really? Yeah. Where at? Uh, uh, Lebanon. Beirut. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that's not a. That's yeah. It was. It was the only that's high school. It, it was the only high school um, he, you could go to, and so really, to, yeah. But if you, the only way to get a higher education was to study to become a uh, priest, I guess. Right. That's what seminary schools uh, for to become priests. Yeah, priest, pastor, preacher, all those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. Now this is starting to all the pieces are all starting to come together. So is Nailed this um, already? I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. Is the nose ring, um, is the nose ring some part of rebellion? Um, no, No. it was just something I wanted to do. Um, my mom said she was glad I only got it on one side. Um, but, uh, no, I wouldn't say it's a rebellion thing. I actually, it took me, I got it kind of later than most people who are trying to rebel probably would. Um, it's just something I liked it. I don't have any tattoos, so I've gone kind of gone the piercing route instead me neither no tattoos either <laughs> me neither you don't you don't yeah. either Susan, right no no oh, wow we don't have any we need some deep pathologies hey when your mom says um she's glad you only got one she means she's glad you didn't get this one uh well i think cool. she's glad i didn't that one she yeah she was just glad i didn't get it on both sides because she had I, I actually got it when i was uh, not living in town 
And when I came back to town, or I posted a picture, I guess, and she had seen a picture and thought something in the picture looked like I had on both sides. And I think that would have, I guess, been over the, over the top. I now have two, but they're both in one side. So I think we're good. Loophole there. <laughs> do you, do you have any idea what the thought is that comes before the desire for the piercing? So let me give you an example. Um, a lot of people will ask loaded questions. So let's say I want to um, go out to dinner with uh, Matt Souza here. Um, instead of just saying, Hey, will you go out to dinner with me? I'll say to him, Hey, what are you doing tonight? like a loaded question do you know what i mean mm-hmm. do you, it, yeah. these are thoughts that come up before the like the action do you know what the thought was um that precipitated is that a word preceded thank you preceded oh. uh well um homeschooled homeschooled preceded <laughs> the 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 nose ring um i don't know that there really was a lot of thought um I feel like they're, they probably don't carry the same, um, uh, the, the same like concepts that they used to. Like, I think it used to be a different, um, precipitate it, it cause to, to happen suddenly, unexpectedly, prematurely. Okay. All right. All right. Um, uh, so I think they used to have a really bad connotation and I don't think that's really around so much anymore. So I don't think there was a whole lot of like, oh, if I get this, it'll, you know, portray me a certain way. It was just kind of a, uh, I started getting more ear piercings and then I didn't like my nose for the longest time. So I was like, I would never do that. And then I kind of changed. I was like, you know what? Um, maybe I would like it. So fuck, I'd kill for your nose. I'd fucking kill someone for your nose. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, did I? Oh, Please shit, don't sorry, Caleb, that was an accident. I hit the space bar. <laughs> don't catch her doing something weird about it. Wow. You didn't like your nose. Uh, what could you possibly not like about that little nose? <laughs> it, I have no bridge, so I can't wear sunglasses because I oh, like, shit. don't you have, have anywhere. All it is is my little stub, and it turns up at the end, so I feel like I look like a pig. Um, can you look sideways for me so we can judge the shit out of you? <laughs> wow. Okay. Someone just taught. Someone just said that there's something called Asian goggles, and they're goggles that are specifically made for Asian people, so that when they go skiing or or scuba diving, it seals because Asians their skull doesn't have a bridge on their nose. Is that what you have? You have an Asian nose. I I wouldn't say I have an Asian nose, but I guess it kind of. Yeah. Same structure. I definitely have no Asian ancestry. But. Do you have any Asian goggles? Do you own Asian? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Asian fit goggles, also known as universal fit or low bridge. Yeah, it's probably not okay to call it Asian fit anymore for some reason. Um, as universal <laughs> fit or low bridge fit goggles have an extra layer of foam lining to perfectly fit faces. Do you, do you own a pair of those? Cool. I do not. I was actually told I had a... a different i was told i have like a black person nose is what my sister always said so she's wrong racist racist (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely not a classic um caucasian nose i guess so i think you look like you look like the lady from when i was a kid there was a tv show called bewitched and she would wiggle her nose and shit would happen like she could turn you like into a donkey (laughs) so that's why you want my nose (laughs) yes Have, have you ever heard of that show have you heard of that show before I have not. I've uh, not heard yeah. of many things. <laughs> Fuck you, Susa. <laughs> Classic. Uh, be, that lady probably has grandchildren who are 25. <laughs> I was like, probably. they have 
So you, um, so, so you're, you're born in Scottsdale. Um, your dad, did your dad, does your dad have, does he, is he a teacher at a church, a priest, a, a deacon, a pastor at a church? Um, he was a pastor for several years when I was a child. Um, we, and then, um, kind of took a break from that to raise his family, I guess, and went into surveying, land surveying. Um, we moved to Texas when I was eight and he actually started his own surveying business and ran that for 10 ish years, maybe 10, 15 years. And then he sold it and he actually now lives in Thailand and they're doing mission work over there. So, wow. He kind of came full circle there. Is is he, uh, was he an engineer also? Um, he, it's kind of in the same field as engineering. Um, so possibly, yeah. Um, I know he works with engineers a lot, but the surveying side of things is definitely where he, what he pursued, I guess. Did you get into that? Can you do that? Um, I did some jobs with him, plotted points, and uh, we would kind of uh, do stuff around buildings. Um, I was going to start learning AutoCAD, which is basically where they take all the points from the field and put them onto their, uh, their um, I guess their, uh, what do you call it? They plot everything, put it into their computer into their whatever their program is right yes yeah um and i started learning that but quickly it's not really my thing um yeah it's some geeky shit yeah and i'm not i'm a i'm more of a just like do not not think yeah oh that's funny you say that so when you said that when i said why did you get the um uh, piercing and you're like i just i didn't think and then sort of when i hear you talk about your sort of your sports career you do you, you, i mean i'm like this too i don't i mean don't mean this in a negative way at all you're you're like forrest gump i forrest gump is my biggest hero so that's the biggest compliment you could ever give me. yeah you're like a labrador like you just wow. see a tennis ball and you're going to get it <laughs> pretty much yep yeah the Obviously. labrador chris the labrador oh ruglowski Rugloski. Rugloski. Oh. Chris the Labrador Rugloski. Almost batting it. a thousand tonight. You heard it here <laughs> first. Um, tell me the age of your youngest sibling. Uh, my youngest sister is 13. And your oldest? Um, he is going to be 32, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have mad respect for my mom, but I don't know how she was having kids for 18 years. It's an 18 year spread and I will, yeah, I have no idea how she did that. Uh, it, 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 it really is amazing. It, it, um, do any of your siblings have kids yet? Uh, my older sister has two kids. That's the only one. Wow, man, your, 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 your family is going to be, I mean, it is huge already, but it's going to be amazing. How old are yeah. your parents? They um, are 55. Holy My shit. 55, so. They're kids. They're still kids. Do they, do they train? Do your parents train? Um, like train other parents or train athletically? No, train athletically. Oh, um, no, they don't. Um, no. My dad played ice hockey and soccer i think in high school slash college um he um and he's he stayed active and fairly fit i think with this surveying he did a lot of the field work um so has always spent a lot of time out yeah okay well thank you for coming on the show 
Uh, you're a lovely young lady. <laughs> <laughs> my anxiety level went up so much because my biggest fear is accidentally clicking somebody off. You a know? Button? Yeah. And like we both like rushed to it. Is there a button that does that? Yeah. If you hover over it, you hit that like remove or the ones to the side. But it looks like she's trying to come back on. Yeah. But she can't. I almost think someone uh, should we kick her off so she has to come back on again? Yeah. Let's do that. Are you going to do that? Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, she's done with you. Yeah. She could be. I'm telling – I think I may have overwhelmed her a little bit. I mean she's been so just um, on point in the other shows, but I think I – Sevon, quit dropping the F-bombs. Okay, okay, okay. okay fine. I don't even notice them anymore. That's probably bad, huh? Call-in show. No, not call-in show. No, oh, no. tomorrow. Yeah. I think oh, tomorrow yeah. we, we're going to do an early call-in show, like 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We could go at six thirty. Uh, maybe she, maybe she got a little confused because everyone else is asking her about like where she buys her tennis shoes and how fast she runs and does she have calluses? Okay, good, good. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. Uh, cheese and crackers. Thank you. Cheese oh, here we crackers. go. Here we go. Right, right, right. Uh, well, we got some. While you were gone, we got some feedback. Um, the the crowd is saying no more f bombs, Sevon. I think because I think they realize you're a a, a, a solid. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, so Sam cop says, quit dropping F bomb stuff on. Okay. Uh, Bruce <laughs> says, instead of saying, I should say cheese and crackers instead of, you know, the other one. Um, maybe not. I'm not really okay. sure what the, <laughs> it's when you use here. the Lord's name in vain when you're blasting. Oh. So, so, oh, okay. Yes. I thought okay, it was cheese okay. and rice. And Elise says, uh, uh, you're, you're having fun. Okay, good. Cause I, I was like, okay. we, we were speculating well, that you hung up because I wasn't asking you about foot calluses and what kind of shoes to buy. And instead I was asking you about your pants. <laughs> I think I got kicked out. I don't know. It just dropped. Um, I tried to come back in and then. Well, the second time you out. came back in, we I, did kick. We, we kicked you out. The, the first time, I don't know what happened. The second time we kicked you out because you kind of came in halfway. And so we thought maybe you were stuck. Like, you know, like if you were climbing in a window. So Matt pushed your head out and said, try again. <laughs> oh, just we would lose her again. Oh, she's frozen. Oh, darn it. Uh oh, Caleb, what do you know about high rocks? This she is so fucking oops sorry she is so accomplished. We haven't even gotten to the good stuff. It, um, she uh, she should give anyone this story that she has should give anyone um, hope that the impossible is possible. She really is a, a remarkable person. Let's see if we uh, she's still frozen. Mm. Should we take her off the screen maybe while she tries to get back in? Is that the nice thing to do? Oh. Uh. Chris, if you can hear us, I'm booting you again. I kicked you from the studio. Uh, oh, nope. Someone else booted you. Okay. One of the first people that freezes and is still cute. Wow. That's a great observation. You're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will's going yeah, yeah, yeah. to take a screenshot of that. Um, oh, shit, I did it too. <laughs> uh, she should be in... She should be in its to the... She should be in its to the 22 games. When you comment as much as Bruce, you can have some errors like that. It's over. Call okay. Danielle. <laughs> Savage. Savage. Oh. Well, hopefully she I, um, internet I, I actually will text Danielle tonight and bug her. She needs to be bugged. I'll, is, I'll bu is she competing this weekend? I'll bug. Uh, I, bu I bug Sarah because Yami said that we should have uh, Sarah on. I bugged Rich and uh, Angelo. Angelo, his boy toy. I bugged the, um, him. Um, Angela recently had a day in the life come out. Did you see it? 
I did. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, hi. How are you? Hello. Is it call, is it calling now? Hello. I don't know what's wrong with the calling. Hello. Hello. I, I wonder why he's not. Uh, it's not linked up. <laughs> No, sorry. Couple technical difficulties. Wow, I, I just on my I'm on the call-in phone. It said I just got an exposure notification. Exposure <laughs> to COVID. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I'll pass on that. I got a COVID like community fact checker thing on one of my posts, and it was a story that I had posted like way back when, and it was when all those fake Elon Musk Musk tweets were going around when it was like now that I bought Twitter, I'm going to buy the CrossFit games and bring back Dave Castro and do this. <laughs> Did you see it? Like, no, it was hilarious. But yeah, Instagram then marked it as like false information. This tweet is fake. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was pretty funny. There was a couple. Uh, funny uh, also part of the top five hottest. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, okay. Alan simmer down. Wild. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Looks like he's lifting a dog in that photo from this angle. Here we go. Chris, hi. My back. You're in a dark room. You can you turn the lights off. <laughs> says that. Let me see. Hey, whose fault do you think this is? You think it's your fault or? Our I fault? think it's mine. My oh, phone is, is old as the hills. Of course, oh. she takes ownership. She's oh, a winner. She's my a winner. phone is as old as the hills. Chris says, <laughs> and that's why you don't drop f bombs around this young lady. Um, while you fix your camera, I want to say um, to you that what you have done is pretty amazing, um, and, and I'd like to get to the bottom of it. You, you you basically claim that you didn't even really run until you were 20. You're 25, and you won High Rocks. You don't claim to be strong. You kind of fancy yourself, um, I think, to be more of an ultra runner, which is like the 100-mile range, and yet you did this thing called High Rocks. My the community that um, you're kind of dipping your toe in by coming on this podcast is uh, the CrossFit community. It's it's like almost so many CrossFitters listen to this show, and there's almost no respect for anyone outside of the community. We think everyone's just a bunch of I can't say it because you're you're as as because you're a pastor's daughter. But 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 that community has has earned the respect of CrossFitters for sure, and it's where a lot of CrossFitters go. I think to express their um their fitness. So that they don't just sit around the gym like knuckleheads. Oh, look at how cute. Chris Rugloski in a dark room. In a room. dark room. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caleb, did you do that? Yeah. Money. God, this show's good. I saw it. I saw it. Prettiest guest we've ever had on, but you will not be allowed to look at her. <laughs> I did not realize that this was live, too. So that's interesting. Oh, it's quite the crazy show. <laughs> okay, sorry. They said one of our guests is trying. One of our listeners is trying to sleep, so I need to lower my voice. Fine. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how to get my camera to work. Um, you want to try? Uh, I'm seeing if I have any buttons here that I, I can. It says, it says that it's enabled. I had to switch to the laptop. Oh. It says that it's enabled. And I'm not if, sure. if, if Joel Salatin can figure it out, <laughs> I think his assistant did that. <laughs> yeah, that might, be true. that might be true. I need an assistant. <laughs> hey, are, are your are your are your are your parents um do they homestead in Thailand? Uh, they do not. Uh, did they homestead in the states? 
Um, they kind of tried. Um, we all wanted dogs and my dad was like, um, reluctant to have pets that were not productive. Productive was the big <laughs> focus. So we had goats and chickens and those were the preferred animals. Um, but we never really made it as far as like homesteading. Yeah. That's how I feel about plants. You want like productive not, plants? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're not going to get like, I'm like, I have four redwood trees on my property and like, I feel like I'm going to go to hell if I cut them down. That's why I don't cut them down. Cause they're, they're kind of like soldiers. But other than that, everything I plant is just fruit trees. I just can't see like planting trees. Like I I had some maple trees here and they just, they bug me. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, okay. So also, say it again. Uh, it says that the camera and microphone is allowed. Okay. It's a good first step. What about settings? Are you on an, are you on a Mac? Yes. And do you know, do you know, are you familiar with the settings, that thing in, in your dock and it's, yeah. it looks like a gear? So, oh, system preferences. Yes. System preferences. And then don't hit update now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Displays? No, wouldn't be displays. Sound. How about, how about sound? No, not sound. Mm, probably not sound. I don't see a camera, but I don't see a camera icon. Sound is good. Um, I mean, it has a little video on the browser, and it says that continue allowing it to access it. Um, when you do that, something pops up. Yeah, yeah, that's me stopping the cam. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. I, maybe we just do it without looking at you. Oh, what a tragedy. <laughs> I mean, that would work too. <laughs> oh. Maybe uh, – I even Googled and Google wasn't much help. So Beaver, do you have any, um, Beaver, do you have any recommendations for her? Any thoughts? No, it's kind of the same thing we did this morning with JR. Um, Ah, success. Hey, and now she's muted. Okay. There we go. Great. Figured it out. Hey, who fixed, who fixed it for you? This is a borrowed laptop and there was actually a piece of black tape on it for privacy that I was not aware of. Ladies and gentlemen, 20 min- 29 minutes into the show and the show starts. Okay, let's get down to business here. Um, when you were a child, um, you were born in Scottsdale, um, Arizona. What was the first sport you played? Nothing. No sport? Um, no sport. Yeah, no, nothing. Okay, tell, tell me why. What happened? You were only allowed to play with your, your siblings? <laughs> um, it just wasn't really um, – it wasn't something that my – I think it's not something my parents really pursued a lot. Like in their growing up. And so it wasn't something they really thought about encouraging us to pursue. Um, they did play, my dad liked soccer and he had, um, my two older brothers were like in a little kid's soccer league for a couple years. Um, and then my younger brothers were actually in a soccer league, but, um, the girls kind of missed the boat on that one. Um, we never played any sports. Um, I played a lot of backyard volleyball and basketball and like, I guess, family soccer. And that was it. So all of those things, that soccer, that volleyball, those were all like stuff you just did with the family, the family hanging out together. Yeah. Or with my sister. Yeah. And, um, in a typical day when you were growing up during, and you were, you were, sorry, you were in Scottsdale the whole like first 18 years of your life. No, no. Um, I, uh, not long actually, we moved to a river Valley, like an hour North of Phoenix, um, when I was a baby. So we lived there until I was eight and that we were in a, um, a neighborhood that the river like ran through, um, 
so it's a very I feel like a lot of Arizona is considered like very arid and like deserty. This was not that. We had all kinds of trees. We had like blackberries in our backyard. We had a big grapevine. Um, so it's a really like cool kind of spot to I guess be like an early childhood. And then when I was eight, we moved to Texas. So I would say I spent more of my life, I guess, in Texas. And, and where in Texas? Um, just north of San Antonio. So San Antonio okay. area, about yeah, 40 minutes north of there. And, and a, a barefoot childhood? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Barefoot, pastor's daughter, eight siblings, homeschooled. You can seven be like a siblings. psychic. Seven siblings. Seven. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven, eight altogether, um, seven besides you, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, good, good. And, and, and a fantastic listener with accuracy um, when it comes to the use of words. Thank you. My favorite kind of people. Um, and... Uh, so, so when did this, what did you, so then you got into horses. How old were you when you got into horses? Um, I'd always wanted to be involved with horses, but they were definitely far too expensive for, um, our family. Um, we had friends that had horses and we would see horses every once in a while. Um, so I always liked them, but it wasn't until I was right about 18 that I got a job at a horse barn kind of down the road. That was one of my first jobs. Um, when I started working there, I didn't even know how a horse halter, like the halter that goes around their head. I had no idea how to put that on, but I showed up and I was like, I want to work and do you have any work for me? And I want to work around horses. So and did you, did you know anyone who worked there? Uh, no, I just called and asked if they were hiring. Yeah. Just, just to like, Hey, this is what I want. This is what Forrest Gump wants to do. And I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Hey, that, that picture right there, is that on the Gulf? That Yes. That is south of Houston. Okay. And is that where you ended up doing most of your work with horses? Um, no, that's where I've been for the past four years. But I would say most of it was um, most of it was in that San Antonio area. I worked several different barns around there. And then I actually moved out east for several months um, to kind of try to pursue it on a higher level. Um, so, yeah, that's just where I've been for the past four years. And I've made a couple friends with horses and I get to ride whenever I get to. Uh, and when you say um, uh, you tried to do it on a, a higher level, you mean taking care of the horses, raising horses, sort of being a horse expert or actually um, riding horses in competitions? Yeah. Competing. Um, it's actually like a Olympic sport um, called eventing where they kind of it's on the English riding side of things and they combine like three different disciplines of English, turn it into a three day eventing. And um, yeah, I kind of made some connections through a barn that I worked for in Texas. And I had somebody that's kind of at the top of that field kind of say like, you could be really good at this. Here's an opportunity to go pursue it on the East coast. Um, so I went out there to try it. Um, and I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a whole different world. Um, but I found very quickly, you have to have a lot of money and a lot of experience in that world, like a lot of background in it. This is it. I used to wear those little outfits. And when you say a lot of money, um, the, the people I know who are into this game, it's it's crazy. Like they fly their horses on airplanes and shit. Whoa. And they, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like absolutely batshit crazy money. They got like horses that are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars and they think their horse is a cheap horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's one of those things like it's really a lot of times you think like, oh, well, those are just like the top horses. But 
that really does play a huge factor in it. Like you can get, it's very hard to get a cheap horse and kind of like start from there and build it up to a good horse. There's these horses that are like bred into it, all these top dollar horses. And it's, there is a huge difference between kind of like trying to make your own or coming, you know, getting a nice Mm. horse. So that's what you pay for is the trainer training them up to that level. That's like what's going to And, and you train you you pay for the pedigree. Like the way mm-hmm. the horse is bred, who its owners or who its parents are, like the breeding and all of that breeds very specifically into this. Um, wow. So, like yeah. hey, I got a I got a I got a smart Jew horse or I got a dumb Armenian <laughs> horse. Like you know what I mean? Like like you, like there's good horses that they they just train good. Yeah, and it's they and just it's train uh, good. I mean, you pay you pay for the pedigree and that pedigree like says a lot yeah. about them. Like it does play into it a lot. Yeah, God. Um, I, I, when I think of horse people, bear with me here and cat people, I just think that they get they're they're, they're crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, like all the people are pretty crazy too. I, I mean, if you have a dog too long and you don't have a kid, yeah, then you start th- those, those people start to get a little weird. You know, like the 40, 40, 50 year old woman who's got like three dogs, shit starts to get a little weird. But I guess, especially the people who can't afford a horse, you know what I mean? Like you only make three, four, five hundred thousand dollars a year. Like you're only a one percenter, but you're trying to keep like three horses on a, on a ranch. And you're like, those people are crazy. I think. Yeah. I mean, it can get, I think animals. They get weird. Special. They're all weird. Any, anybody that tries to put too much weight in animals, like they're animals and they are pretty fickle at the end of the day. And it's kind of, that's one thing that I kind of found is horses are as, like, they're very powerful animals, but they're such animals of prey and they are so finicky and they can get hurt over the littlest things and like put them out of their career. Like, and it's just one of those things, like if I were going to invest in something, it would not be horses. It wouldn't be animals in general. Like, I don't know. I put a lot more stock in people. Wow, good. Uh, it's like um, we have this guy on the show, Alex Stein, come on, mm-hmm. and he's pretty wild and eccentric, but he's a cat guy, and like he's the most eccentric guy. But every time he's on the show, like three different cats You're come right. to his lap, and he's like, that. And I'm like, yeah, of course you have three cats. <laughs> Do you own any animals? I don't. I was always like a dog person, so I've had two dogs. I had like a dog as a child, and then I had a dog for several years, but nothing now. Yeah, your career probably doesn't um traveling around the world running your ass off doesn't isn't conducive to having a pet. No. <laughs> no. So. so 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 then at 20 years old, you 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 somehow when when does the transition come from ha- having all of this attention on um horses to to running? Did you did, were you ever into running? What's the longest you'd ever run before you were 19 years old, let's say? I've, I've done a 5k. So part of my dad owned his own business and through the chamber of commerce, they would do like a local 5k every year and he would get some free entries. And so once a year, um, he'd be like, Hey, I've got some entries, which one of y'all want to run? He's like, if you want to run, you have to run at least once. Like, so I'd run a 5k. Yeah, definitely not. Okay, so you, you're you're oh, and you're, uh, so your parents are still married. Yes, you were homeschooled. Uh, you had the Lord in your life, mm-hmm. and no cell phone. Wait, th- wait, listen, people. Rules to success. Listen, yes, all these idiots who write these books like five secrets to success. I shut up. <laughs> we got it figured it. out. I'm, I'm well. I'm learning. 
I'm learning. I have two five-year-old boys and a seven-year-old boy. They're in big trouble at, from what, after what I'm learning from you. <laughs> they're not going to cell phone until they're 17. They're going to be better than you. Okay. And so, so you, you, what, what happens during this transition from horsing to, to, to whatever, I don't even know what you do now. I just know you won that high rocks event and that events nuts and you were on the Spartan show, right? Where you got to yes. fight the girls and yeah. then you were on the, you were on the Titan show. Yeah. We have to talk about that show too. You, 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 we have to talk about Kenny. Did, did, did Kenny not explain to you how to pull that ball ahead of time? Um, I had never, it was a very heavy ball and I'd never tried. That, did you like see the way that girl, that, that, that almost lost you the event. Did so you see the way? I, okay, I will say ahead. too, I was, um, <laughs> in the way the show went, I was like the third episode or something, but me and that girl were the very first two people to try that. So we okay. had no idea what to expect. Um, a lot of the girls that came after saw, were able to like decide what to do. So we had no idea what we were doing. I'm not a strong person, especially at that time. I was a kid and had no idea. Like, I did not work out hardly at all. I was brand new to all of it. So I was not even strong. <laughs> like, I was not prepared for that at all. Um, that's interesting you say that. That seems to be this crazy theme that you're not strong, but you can get stuff done. Um, uh, when you wrap the chain around your waist, The Rock said um, – Oh, that's a good move. But that other lady just grabbed the the, the ball by the by the neck where the chain met. And, and you and notice she, she didn't she didn't pick up the um the sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yes. And that's like none of us had really figured out. Do you need to carry it so it won't get dragged over? Do you need to not like? So it was right. a lot of like we didn't really know what to do there. I felt like I needed to hold the sledgehammer. If I dropped the sledgehammer, I probably would have hopefully could have done a bit better. Well, you still won. I did still win. Hey, um, uh, how old are you there? Uh, 20. Yeah. So it's interesting. You say you were just, you were so young. I was 21. I was 21. Because the pictures of you around this time, you look so young, but like they really dressed you up. Like they covered you with makeup and stuff. And like, you look like a, I didn't even recognize you as I'm watching this. I'm like, is this really her? I had to keep like looking up at your name. It's my stunt double. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime I'm dressed up, it's probably my stunt double. Chris Rug Rugloski. Mm-hmm. Rugloski. Like rug. Yep. Rugloski. Not Rugloski. No, Rugloski. Go ahead, Matt. Are you listening? What's her name? R- rug Rugloski. 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 And they called you Christiana on the show. Yes. Um, that is my full name. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really go by that. And I did not want to go by that on the show because I just don't go by that. It's hard to pronounce. People have a hard time saying it. Um they ended up calling me Christina half the time, which is why I go by Chris, because Chris is just easier. Um, but they said that there were too many Chris's on the show. So a bunch of people had to go by their full names. <laughs> only, one person, name. <laughs> only one person got to go by Chris. You're not going by what you want to be called. Oh. Oh, this is fascinating, man. This podcast is all over the place. But right now, Chris is impressed. She's like, okay, uh, I'll get there at a B plus for research. Line. So is this, uh, Caleb, what are you running the show from the back? You're just bossing me around of shit to talk about. You just go, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead. You push that up there. I want to ask her about this. Fine. Fine. Um, this, when I Google your name, this what is one of the things that comes up. Is this like your race history? This is most of the ultras I've done. Ultra sign up is kind of the big platform for a lot of ultra races. Um, mm. This is one race history. The other one would be Athlinks. Athlinks is where a lot of the race results go. Okay, Athlinks. Athlinks. A T H Links. 
Ah, ah, athletes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We'll come back to this in a second. Athletes. So you're, you're, um, you are, uh, 18, 19 years old, you've uh, run a couple 5Ks with uh, a few days of training in your life. You've done some backyard uh, volleyball. Um, you spent some time on a horse. Um, wh- where does this – what happens that intro- – is, is ultra where you step into this field that's now just kind of broadening? How, how, where, tell me about that transition. Yeah, it started with OCR, with just your basic Spartan races. Uh, Tough Mudder was actually my first one. Um, I had just seen like a lot of my friends doing them, and I was like, these look like fun. I want to try it. Wait, wait, what friends? You don't have any friends. <laughs> um, I had some church friends. Ah, so. okay, okay, okay. Fair, fair. Um, so I made my sisters come do it with me. We did a Tough Mudder, and I was like, this isn't that bad. It's kind of fun. Um, it's just kind of running through the mud and we actually ran it barefoot because we didn't want to get our shoes dirty. Um, and then I, I did a Spartan because I had heard they were more difficult. And then Spartan was the one that kind of got me in with their trifecta. They have three different distances. And if you do three within a year, it's like a trifecta. So mm. I did one and then I decided to do the other two. And in doing those other two, I found that there was like a competitive side to this. Um, I did no training leading up to that. I had no concept of training. I had no concept of anything. I didn't really enjoy running. Um, I actually like gained a lot of weight as like a late teenager and had done a couple runs where I was like, running isn't even fun. Like I'm chunky. Like this isn't enjoyable. Um, but doing the obstacle course races, um, I found I was like, these obstacles are fun. I'm not half bad at them. Uh, just cause they take a certain amount of just like body awareness and, um, and then I was kind of like, I'll, I'll do the running in between, but I like, I'm here for the obstacles mostly. Um, yeah, I found out about the competitive side and in one of my first, I guess it was my first race that I ran elite. Um, I went up to, this was near the end of trying to make it in the horse world where I was realizing like, really can't make it in this. How and old are was, you right? How old are you right at this point? I was 20. Okay. And, and were you living on the East coast? Yes, I moved okay. out to Virginia for the horse. Oh, and that's where you were going to church because you didn't have your no, your siblings, so you attended a church out there no, to make new I, friends. I went to church all growing up. <laughs> I, okay, okay, fine. fine. But um, but when you land in the East Coast to do your horse world, you find a church the same way like someone finds AA, like a good uh, a, a good Christian girl like yourself yeah, finds a church. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, okay. That's kind of the only way I knew how to make friends at the time. I guess understood. Um, yep. It's a yeah. good, I, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. It's just foreign to me, foreign to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So coming to the end of that horse thing, realizing like so much depends on the horse, which is so like not in my control. So the Spartan really appealed to me because or the Spartan running in general is like, this is all on me. Like I can do well and it's all on me. Um, so I went up to Canada to do my first elite race and actually podiumed there. Um, it was not a very stacked race. Like there what year was that? What year was that? 2017. And where did you cross the border? Um, Niagara Falls, Buffalo. By car? By car? Yeah. Yep. And Uh, I actually did not have my passport. I forgot my passport. It was 2017 then. Things were different. No, I'm telling you, Canada's always been a fucking disaster. Uh, Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, Strike that (laughs) word from the record. Sorry. Darn it. Uh, Canada's always been uh, a bit of a rough challenge for us Americans to cross. Um, they just, they just made me, they searched my car and took the, um, 
I had some like of course. pepper spray in there and they took that. So I had no way to defend myself. No self-defense. Yeah. You see no how the show just yeah. takes all these weird turns. Now we have to, who gave you the pepper spray? I mean, we're so far off track now. How did you get pepper spray? <laughs> was it on your, was it on your keychain? Was it a keychain one? No, I'm not yeah. even totally sure how I ended up with that. Um, oh, they yeah. must have loved that answer. Uh, and um, Miss uh, Miss Ruglos- uh, Ruglosky, no, no, Ruglosky. Oh, yes, Miss Ruglosky. Um, uh, we noticed you have some pepper spray. Oh, yeah, I don't know how that got there. And what um, about this gun in your glove box? <laughs> um, okay, so we don't know. They said if it spray. was bear spray, I would have been fine. But since it was pepper spray, they had to take it. Be- so. Bear mace is cool, but pepper spray, not so much. Yeah. Hey, oh. the picture on bear spray is amazing, isn't it? Do you, do you know the picture I'm talking about that's on a bear spray bottle? <laughs> have you ever <laughs> seen that picture? Oh, the bear is like right next to the person? Yeah. Like in right the, in front the, of him? Yeah, and the beam of spray is like covers the entire bear have you ever shot it it comes out like silly string no. i never have I yeah have. if you shoot yeah. bear mace it comes off like silly string it doesn't work on the bums here in san francisco so. <laughs> they use that shit on like the fries for seasoning so why were you shooting bear spray Susa? that's for a live college show we'll all right there. okay tomorrow asks, asks Susa about live okay <laughs> bear spray okay so so you cross the border is anyone in the car with you no and I had to leave. I my dog was a pit bull mix, and I had to leave my leave her at home because they don't allow bully dogs there or pit bulls at all. Um, yeah. So you had someone watch your dog for you in yeah. in the states. Okay. I left her at the barn that I was working at. I can't believe you cried. You you it worked, You were set. You were no. It was 2017. You weren't 17 years old, and you crossed the border with no passport at Niagara Falls. And in, in what kind of car? Um, I was driving my Xterra. I had a Nissan Xterra. Wow. Good on you. Um, uh, there, there's no way they would allow this cross the border <laughs> without a passport. No. No. I, I, uh, I guess. They, 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 when I go there, they're like, uh, and how many years did you serve in the Syrian army? I'm like, Syrian <laughs> army? <laughs> cra- I'm not joking. I, I'm not joking. It's I, funny, uh, but I'm not joking. <laughs> I was worried about getting there's back that. into the states yep that's it is much older than that oh yeah how did that go they were probably great it, this is a great country this was yeah. a great country getting back into the states i was kind of like i don't have my passport but like i went up there for a spartan race and i showed them my little trophy and like oh cool like i think the border patrol at the time was actually like spartan uh sponsoring spartan so they were like oh yeah that's cool they did <laughs> sponsor. come on through <laughs> Wow. Go figure. The last two years, no one in the U.S. government could say, hey, if you stop eating sugar and fucking exercise, you'll be fine. But Border Patrol sponsors the Spartan race. I guess they do what they can do. OK, <laughs> so so you go. So, OK, so sorry. So you go up there and that's your first elite race. You know what I'm finding interesting also is that you um, coming from the CrossFit community, we I always just assumed that they were all like super competitive. But the way you're describing Spartan is, is it's really just like, hey, everyone come and just move. It's more like community oriented. And that the the racing is kind of the hidden element that you only learn about as you get further, like the hidden yeah. menu at uh, in and out or something. Yeah, I would say their big draw is to the, the masses, like come try this, um, come do this. And you have to, you definitely have to like find that top elite thing. Um, which I find uh, like it's kind of interesting in a way. I'm not sure if it's really like, I wouldn't say it's really good for like this sport of OCR, but Spartan is great. Like, and their concept in general is fantastic. Like, I, did you have any, do you, do you have any suitors when you were there? Did you have a boyfriend when you were there on the East coast? So 
funnies, I actually kind of moved out to the East Coast because my boyfriend in, in Texas had not went oh. out. I was like, I want to get out of here. Oh, um, he had what? He had what? He, well, he like went back to his old girlfriend. It was, it was oh, bad. wow. This is amazing. So check this out. If you were a guy, I would know you went to Virginia to be with a girl. But since you're a girl, you moved to Virginia to get away from a guy. This is fucking brilliant. Life is so simple. So this is. I mean, you get this, Susa? You see this? This is like patterns emerging. For yeah. Sure. This. Yes. 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 Okay. So Gump runs to Virginia. Okay. Wow. And while I was there, I actually downloaded Tinder for two weeks for the only mm. time I've ever had Tinder. Uh, that's not appropriate for a, a young lady like you, just Church so you know, I don't approve that. Okay. And so the goal, let's, uh, the goal was, the yes. goal was, here's the deal. Um, I wanted to make friends. I wanted to meet people like local people that knew things to do, places to go. Um, and, uh, and you wanted them to be hot. And well, <laughs> um, no, I wanted like, I also found like, um, people are more likely to hang out with people if they're attracted to them on some level, have some level of interest. So I was sure. like, you know what? Like they're using me, like they're doing this because they think I'm attractive. So I'm going to use them a little. So <laughs> I did a little bit of using for, um, it, girl. some meals, uh, <laughs> and, and hike ideas. Like, and this was my, I was trying to get like into hiking. I was like, there's trails, there's things to do. So yeah, I had, wait, you would hike with the guys. You would hike with the guys? Mm-hmm. Weren't you afraid of like the classic Jeez. lifetime stories? That is, they go hiking yeah. and you go well, missing. I, and... I didn't really know about those a whole lot, so I wasn't too worried about it. <laughs> Dude, oh, that's um, too, I, I figure I can hold my own. Ooh, you, nice. she, she could either beat him up or run away from him. It was before Canada took the pepper spray. She was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just realized I had the mute on the on the phone when Mars called in earlier. <laughs> wow. What and, and then and then and then you ditched the Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, that was not my scene. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I don't I mean, I've never seen it before. I'm too old to see it, but like from what I know, it doesn't seem like you're seeing it. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of um uh, people on there who didn't get a cell phone until they were 16 and grew up barefoot. <laughs> there's not a lot of intelligent conversation to be had. So so a lot of people so are there, did you have, especially what? Sorry. Especially Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, so were there any, are there, were there any suitors back there on the East coast? Did you end up with a boyfriend over there? No, definitely no. not. I was tapping and, into my, like, I'm just going to live my own life. Like it was good. Me and my dog road tripped around. Um, I did a couple of those Spartan races and then my job at the horse barn ended. So I just kind of everything into my car and kind of drove around for like a month out there, hit up some races visited some friends and then eventually made my way back to Texas. But I was on my own. At, at this point, has high rocks popped on your radar at all? No, this is 2017. I oh yeah. It wasn't even around. Yeah. It didn't come yeah. out until 2019. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I think you're right. I, I, um, I interviewed um, Christian mm-hmm. Dutska the other day. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah, I think you're right. He invented it in 2018, and then they even had to take like two years off because um, Hyrox caught the COVID, <laughs> and uh, and it was Brand. safe for two years. Yeah, all caught the COVID. That's what happens to vegetarians. Or, um, what, what's your diet like? Um, it's not it's not like anything special. Um, I mostly eat whatever. I think I grew up on a very good diet, so I had like a healthy. Um, foundation yeah that um i value i i will eat anything 
whatever, anytime. But I, I value the whole concept of like real food as opposed to processed food. So I would say I try to eat a majority of real food, um, but I will definitely eat some pizza and ice cream. Um, so I'd say it's kind of 80% really good, really healthy. Um, and then 20% is whatever. Um, yeah, but it is nothing special. If you go, if, um, do do you avoid, do you avoid anything? Let's say, let's say, um, you went to, um, you were driving cross country and you stopped at a Jack in the box. Would you take out, what would you order there? I would probably, I wouldn't stop at Jack in the box. I don't really do fast food. I would stop at Chipotle or maybe Subway. I don't know. I just rather, it like doesn't taste like real food to me. I have, I had a Jack in the box burger last year once and i will say like it was pretty good but i just know it's full of so much trash like i'd rather not yeah did you get sick no okay did you feed it to your dog <laughs> no just me what was your dog's name uh her name was montana and uh-huh. i got her like as a puppy in texas and i always planned to take her to montana um yeah and i just like that name i was like montana it is uh didn't make it to montana with her after. Um, you, you weren't scared at all to go to um, Canada by yourself and enter the race? Like by scared, I mean just like – not like scared of like harm but just like nervous like, oh, this is going to be all on my own. I'm not going to have anyone to run with, things like that. Not at all. Um, I actually drove up there. I didn't have any service on my phone so I had to like screenshot maps and like try to find my way around and I found – I've uh, like – I'd rather just kind of sleep in my car than try to find a place to stay and pay for that. So I actually found a, uh, a graveyard, like not far away from the race venue. I was like, nobody's going to bother me here. Um, so that's where I spent the night. And then the next morning I drove over to the race and I actually made friends there, uh, Canadian friends. And in the graveyard, <laughs> no, at the race, okay. at the race, okay. at the race. So I found other people hanging out. <laughs> a, a small tribe of vampires. <laughs> yeah. We're friends now. And two zombies and a werewolf. <laughs> I, let me turn this light on really quick because it's getting dark in here. Um, do, do, you have a, do you have a boyfriend now? Sorry to just obsess on your relationship history. I'll leave you alone in a minute. Do you have a boyfriend now? Let me turn the light on and the answer okay. is no. Wow, it's crazy. Um, he, 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 well, she's, I, fo- she's focused on her career and I know, but like races and – but um, like she, she doesn't eat at Jack in the Box. She doesn't have Tinder. She walks around barefoot. She likes to sleep in her car. I mean, she's like some dude's like dream. It's like I, uh, I actually. You need to meet some guy who's filthy fucking rich, but he's just like, <laughs> like fuck you. Oh, sorry, he's like bye bye to my family, and he's just like two years living in his car, and you don't know he's filthy rich, and you guys are just hanging out for two years, just dirt twirling, and oh, then the and then all of a sudden he's like, "There's something I have to tell you." My dad is actually Ronald McDonald. <laughs> and you guys um, live happily ever after in a cloud somewhere. You know I, what I mean? I, mean, I actually made a lot of mistakes on that front like several years ago. And so I'm a bit like just over a lot of it. Yeah, um, stand, stand back. And you're doing stuff. Yeah, wow. I'm busy. Nobody can keep up. Um, yeah, I, it, it, and that's the problem with being great like you. Um, no, no one is going to be able to keep up. You're moving – you're just a freight train that's going down the road. I mean, anyone who I don't even know if we're going to get to how amazing she is. You just Google her. It's Chris. It's Chris Ruglowski. 
R-U-G-L-O-S-K-Y. You have to – oh, there it is right there. You have to You have to Google – it's just too – she's done too much already at 25. It's nuts. And as a CrossFitter, you'll be so impressed. She is not stuck in any um, lane. She's, she's just exploding out. The fact that she won High Rocks, the world championship, is nuts. That shit is not easy. No. <laughs> Did you go there planning to win this year? Definitely not. <laughs> wow. Um, I thought I could do well. I thought I could hit top five, but I was definitely not planning to win. Um, are, are there events there like this one that you're like, yeah, like I'm not made to do this. I'm like, I'm not prepared to do a lot this. of it. A lot yeah. of it is how I feel. Yeah. Or I feel that way with a lot of it. Is your, is your perception of yourself changing? You, you do say a lot in interviews that you're not strong. Um, is that changing? And, 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 and in your hundred miler um, group of friends, you must be a tree trunk compared to them. They're all sticks, right? Yeah. In some ways. Um, I wouldn't, I say that I'm not strong because I'm not a strength athlete. That is not my focus. That has never been my focus. That's not my goal. That's never going to be my goal. But I, so, so that's why I say like when I'm not strong, like I'm not the girl that walks up and like your, my shoulders are popping off. Like, you know, where I just look strong. I think now I look a little bit stronger, but I look more like a string bean than like a muscle mass. Um, uh, but, but it's changing your, your body composition. How tall are you? I'm five, eight. Okay. So you're tall. And how much do you weigh? Uh, one forty ish. Okay. So that's still a little small. I mean, r- relative to the crew gals that we roll with. Right. Exactly. So I, uh, I think I like, I'm just well built. I have yeah. like a very, I mean, that, yeah, um, that's a great size. Don't get me wrong. That's That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so that's why I say like, I'm not a strength athlete. Like that's not what I like. That's not my skill set. but I, my goal was to be like a good athlete and an all around person and athlete. And obviously strength is a component of that. So I do a lot more strength work than runners do, but I do like nothing compared to what strength athletes would do. Um, so I feel like I'm strong enough and that's, that's my goal. What did, what did the other girls look like? The top five finishers, what did their bodies look like uh, at, at high rocks? At high rocks. Yeah. Um, their muscles have muscles like they are. Oh, well, okay. okay. Actually, oh, really? I will say, um, the second place girl is a little taller and more slender. Um, okay. Linda Meyer from Germany, I think. Um, and I, I guess also in high rocks, the early leaders were very strong, thick, um, more, I guess, bulky people. Um, but myself and Linda kind of definitely came in in the second half where that endurance kicks in. And that when you say second half, you mean second half of the specific race, like the second half hour, or you're talking about the second half of like, like in 2022. No, no, the second half uh, the, of, of the race. Okay. Race. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was okay. not leading to start with. I, yeah, I was not leading at all. Okay. To start with, I led because it was a run, but I did not lead for a little while after that. It, 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 how many times have you done that race? Um, this was my fifth time, technically six. I did do it twice in one day uh, last month. So I guess six, but this is my whoa, fifth whoa. individual. You, you did. So for those of you who don't know this, uh, this is, uh, basically this high rocks event is basically anywhere from the fastest times in the world or, you know, uh, one hour and some change and the longest time in the world is three and a half hours, which is just nuts because people give all the credit to these people who finish it really fast. But just imagine being out there and working for three and a half hours that, 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 yeah. that 
That is nuts. Um, so kudos to those people too. But it's basically run a thousand meters and then you do something like wall balls or pull a sled or, and then you run another thousand meters and then you do something like push a sled or lunges with a bag on your shoulder. And then you run another thousand meters and this goes on for eight rounds. So you end up running 8,000 meters and then you do these eight workouts and it finishes with a, a hundred wall balls and then you cross the finish line. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know. So um, tell me about the, the circumstance where you did it twice in one day. Well, it came to Dallas last month and I had a friend that was wanting to qualify for Vegas that hadn't qualified yet. And you can qualify either solo or double. And oh, if you yeah. qualify as a double or a solo, you can kind of switch it around within that, but you have to qualify. So we decided like, let's run doubles and get him qualified. And then I did a solo on my own. Um, to try to re-qualify. Yeah. Which I wish I had done it in the opposite order. The opposite order is great. Um, but so... How did you play? How did you place in Dallas doing, doing it um, in, in that, that second time? I got first, um, <laughs> but I didn't, I was wanting to get a, a qualifying time to requalify back into world championships because I getting first there didn't requalify you. No, no. High rocks is based purely off of time. So you have to have one of the top 15 times. And I'd gotten a top 15 time in Chicago in January. And then other people had bumped me out of that top 15. So I was trying to get back into the top 15. I ended up getting back into the top 15 because people had dropped out and weren't able to make it. So I kind of like, wow. Back that top 15. wow, this is a crazy story. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. You won the world championships, but you're a fill in. Pretty much. Yeah. I was, <laughs> seated 12. I was the 12th. 12th of the roll down. I mean, you know, with all the roll downs included, because there were, I think like four or five roll downs. And, and what's fantastic. So, so oh. and just so everyone knows if, if I'm, if I'm right, also you, the lady who won last year, it's not like you, you, it was an easy win for you either. The lady who won last year was there and she took 12th. Um, yes, she's eight months pregnant. So that's she is absolutely insane. Like on another level. Um, hey, what's her name? We got to get her on the show. What the what? What's her name? Lauren Weeks. Um, fucking yeah. Caleb, can you pull up her Instagram? I think she got tenth, so she wasn't even like last place. Wow! After two people pop for EPO, she took tenth. She's literally yeah. I think she was like a day away from eighth place or something. You don't even know what EPO is, do you? Not really. Yeah, it's one of the um. It's in scripture. It's in scripture. You ask your dad. Okay. She's um, the two times world champion. Yeah. Let me see. I want to see her belly. Let me see a picture of her pregnant. Hey, does she have there. any other kids already? Nope. This is her first. Are you friends with her? Yeah. I've met her through high rocks. Like, but I mean like, you, like, would you text her? Does she have, do you have your phone number in her phone? I have her phone number. Wow. That's good. Okay. So she's your friend. And so it's not nasty. Oh no, no. Um, but she yeah. is going to come back next year and try to crush you. Oh, she's going to try. Yeah. <laughs> she's the current like world record holder and she's the two times women's champion. Like the, they've had the championships for two years now and she is the reigning champion. How about that one dude who's there? Um, the really weird guy who always wins it all. What's that guy's <laughs> name? He keeps coming on my show. He's been on my show like five times. What's his Hunter? name? Ah, yes. Uh, he, uh, so he got the, the new record time at Dallas. So we actually both put, we both got first in Dallas last month. And then he's not human. No, probably not. Yeah. He's like <laughs> Superman. And he, did you get a chance to hang with him? Um, a little, we're like sort of friends, but 
Do you have his phone number? I do. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I, uh, he, I, I loved him. I stayed at his cabin once, too. What? Yep. On the way, we were both on that Spartan show. So he actually, like, picked me up from the airport, and I stayed at the at the cabin. Cabin life. I don't mean to show off, but he offered um, me and my family to stay there this summer because he's going to Europe. <laughs> you should definitely take him up on it. Is it that cool? It's a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think my family. Want you to know, you guys are equal friends with Hunter. So, <laughs> I'll be spending the summer in Newport Beach. But thank you, Hunter. <clears throat> are you familiar? Are you familiar with Newport Beach? Um, not especially. Oh, are you beach girl at all? Do you do any beach stuff? I've lived at the beach for the past four years, and I have found through that that I'm not a beach girl. I'm a mountain girl, one hundred percent. No kidding. The beach. I like no, riding I- on the beach, and that's it. Um, so you don't like to go there and play frisbee or lay out or drink or none of that stuff or run sprints or not really there's so much sand <laughs> just i'm a clean person and that sand is just it gets everywhere you are not a clean person i am i when i lived when i was living in my car i took regular baths and showers in different bodies of water like i stay very clean um yeah uh, <laughs> different bodies i will i will say this i will give you this you may be very tidy. You may be organized. <laughs> you may live a um, simple and healthy lifestyle, but I suspect that there's dirt under your nails right now. Okay. There's always dirt under my nails, but <laughs> <laughs> unless they're short enough, they're short enough. No, I I'm not trying. I get a lot of, I, I a lot of not, crap from that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to get her phone number. I, I, I got a blue check mark. I'll just DM whoever the fuck I want. No, no. I was just, just what, like, it's, it's, a, it's a metric to see if she's friends. We got yes. that check mark around again. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, he's got a check mark. Uh, Nash Quinn's was Lauren weeks pregnant. Yeah. Apparently crazy. she was like barely pregnant. She didn't even know she was pregnant, but I oh, I thought you said she was, was eight months. She was eight months for high Rex world championships. Spartan games was like six months ago. It oh, all filmed did. six months ago. So. Wow. And and that that's been released, right? Yeah, it just like, came out like last month, but it all yeah. happened months ago. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. How did you do in that? I got fourth. Wow, congratulations. Thanks. Um when I was when I was watching you one of the podcasts, you guys were critiquing like some of the problems there and um I, I don't know when this has started happening. Maybe in CrossFit, the athletes are, are really like this year. It's really gotten big that the athletes are like, and I've been, part, been partaking in it, critiquing the events and the event organizers and shit. And I just feel like that's all kind of new that that shit used to never happen. Like athletes just shut up and work. But now it seems like, okay, for like athletes to be like, there wasn't enough water there. That was single elimination. I think and, it uh, used to be better organized and more reasonable. And now just all over the place. I don't know. That's what I've seen in Spartan, at least where, especially, I mean, the Spartan games was a pretty iffy, like, I, yeah. Like dangerous iffy. No, just like poorly thought through. And like, there were people would say like, well, you know, they'd ask a question trying to like clarify an event and they would kind of be like, Oh, that's a good question. Like, we'll think about that. And I'm like, it was very much like, did you even think through this all the way? It was, so it's just one of those, um, I don't think anybody yeah. was trying to be like nitpicky or like, you know, but it's just asking questions to clarify or questioning things to clarify again. Like, wait, like help, you know, explain this. And there was very much like, Oh, that's a good thought. Like we hadn't considered that. <laughs> we and had, then we hadn't thought of that. Puts a lot of doubt in people's minds. Like, wait a second. Yeah. 
What's yeah, that? you need someone. You kind of need someone assertive in that position. Let me ask you this: One of the things you said is is that if you come, I've never seen one of these Spartan races, but it's basically you run, and then there's an obstacle course like monkey bars or climb under barbed wire or some shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Some stuff yeah. like that. Um, uh, but if you can't do it or something fails, you can do thirty burpees instead. Mm-hmm. Is there a penalty that comes with that thirty burpees? The 30 burpees is the penalty. Okay. But what if the event is longer than 30 burpees? Um, Could you just choose to do the 30 burpees? Yep. Yep. Uh, they even... make you, you have to make contact with the obstacle and then you can go do 30 burpees. So that's where a little bit of like strategy, like, if you know, you can't do it. Just go do 30 burpees. <laughs> can you win the event like that? Um, if you're good enough. Yes. Oh, wow. So you can like just show it, up and do 30 burpees at every obstacle, blow through it. and Okay, not stuff. every obstacle, but you could do burpees and still win. Like burpees at maybe one or maybe two. Um, like why the obstacles are quick? Up. I mean, because you could do 30 burpees in less than a minute. It takes me a minute and a half or two. Um, this is like in the middle of a run. So you're in the right. middle okay. of a run. Okay, yeah. so you're fatigued. Right, it's not and just then do 30 after you and do just 30 like... burpees. You have to bring that 30 burpee fatigue into the rest of your race. So Right. Right. Um, how long are those races? Um, it depends. I mean, Spartan has like three different distances. They have like a three mile, six mile, and a 13 mile. Um, wow. So the three miles, right about 30 to 40 minutes. The six mile, I mean, depending on the course, six miles, you know, between an hour, hour and a half. And then the other, the 13 is typically two and a half to three hours. How many of those have you run from three to 13? What, how many of those have you done? I have no idea. I've definitely lost count. <laughs> 20? Um, probably 30. I, yeah, I chase them between 20 and 30. And you, so you just chase those around the country? Um, I haven't chased Spartan a whole lot because I just, I, they're not a big fan of their race in general. I'm not a fan of the burpee thing. I think that's ridiculous. Like, um, I don't know. I don't think it has its place in like competitive racing. So there's other series that I've done that, um, you have to like burpee or obstacle completion. So you can try the obstacle as many times as you want, but you have to complete it and hit the bell to continue on in the race. And I prefer that. So there's so yeah, I, pre- I think I prefer that. that too. Yeah. I much prefer that. So I, I've just done like local Spartan uh, or sorry, local Texas Spartans for the past four years, I guess. And then a couple here and there. And this is my first year, like actually chasing their series. So they're Nash or they're, yeah, they're, like so North American series, they kind of put um, priority on like five different races and that brings like more competition. They put more money on them and you gain points per race. And if you like, you want to try to have the most points at the end of the season by placing well in each of those races. So that um, now I'm following Spartan, but I haven't in the past. Well, um, so why, if you're, if you, it, or is it because of the prize money? Like, so basically you don't like the 30 burpee thing. And yet this year you've doubled down on your efforts to, why are you doing that? It's the prize money some, but it's also the competition. Um, okay. I haven't really considered myself at the top of the field for the past several years. And it was just, um, I started kind of racing some more um, top level athletes last year and kind of realized like, you know what? I should put myself against the best and see how I can do there. So. And, and, and so, and what other ones have you done? You did, how many tough mutters have you done? I did that one, um, I think in twenty. 18 they put money on their 10 mile like competitive so i did 
two of those, I think, and those are the only ones I've done. And how many, uh, it, when, when I, I'm not sure how, if I'm using this term right, but um, is ultra marathon, does that mean 50 miles or more? It's, it's anything over a marathon distance. So your okay. shortest distance you normally see is 50K, which is right at like 30.1 miles. And um, how, how many marathons have you run? I've run no official marathons. None. Wow. Yeah, none. Uh, um, what was the longest distance you've ever run? What was the, the first ultra marathon you ran? How long was it? The first one that I did was a Spartan ultra beast. So it was their version of it where they basically that 13 ish mile one, they you'd run that course twice and that makes it 26 to 30 miles because their, their distances used to be a little more iffy. Um, so that was my first one. I was 0% prepared. Um, and I almost, I didn't actually almost die, but I felt terrible um it was probably too soon to do that but i did and, and I what year was that this was end of 2017 wow, so crazy. i found out about it i came back to texas um first 15 miles i felt fine as soon as the second 15 miles started my like hip flexors locked up and every single step hurt like i was in pain for the entire second 15 miles why not because I, I knew i could do it so i was like it might take me a long time but i can do it so I know, maybe I should have tapped, but I didn't. And Is that I, ended the wor- up, I ended up getting third just because I don't think there were a lot of people running it. Um, but I did. I ran very fast, like the first 15, and then kind of bombed the second. My mom ran the uh, the local 5K and took first place in her age division. And then it was like 10 minutes later, she told me she's the only person in her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's the nice thing about getting a little older. It's not as much <laughs> I was like, I think it was in Benicia, Benicia, California. She ran a 5K or a 3K or 10K or something, and it was so funny. That's she was the only funny. person in her age division. Um, <laughs> I, I, how 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 many races do you think you've done in the last five years, including High Rocks, Ultra Marathons, Spartans? Oh. Uh, running from the cops. How many races have you done? <laughs> Probably close to a hundred. Wow. Yeah. It's nuts. How many times have you run a hundred miles? Nine times. Wow. Holy smokes. Is that the farthest you run is a hundred miles? Um, there was one that I did last summer in Wyoming and it was 115 miles. That's the, or sorry, 111. What's that okay. one called? It's called the Wyoming range 100 and it had, this may not mean a, it had 30,000 feet of gain throughout the course, um, which is a lot for, I mean, Leadville only has, I think 17,000. So Leadville has almost half of that. So, so, so just so you know, when you say, when you say 30,000, that's basically 15,000 up, 15,000 down. No, that's 30,000 up and there's downs in there too, but that's the 30,000 feet of up gain. Crazy. Wow. It was wild. Um, yeah, that one took the longest. And what, what's uh, the highest elevation you reached there? Do you know? Um, right at I think ten thousand. It was kind of like oh between eight to ten. Goodness. Yeah, and it actually it rained and hailed for twelve hours, and even like there was snow at the top of the last ridge line. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> hey, do you have a um a crew for that? I don't always have a crew, but I did have two friends that came out. I had a crew and a pacer. So my pacer joined me at um, 80 miles and ran the last like 30 with me. Holy cow. Um, how did you do in that? Um, a lot of people dropped out. So I got second female and 10th overall, I think. 
Um, it started with 40 something people and I think 17 people finished. So. Wow. You're always, you're always so honest with those stories. Like yeah. you don't have to, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, you just, you're just so honest with them. You're like, Hey, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of people, I took second, but 37 people dropped out or yeah, I won high rocks, but, um, I didn't qualify even though I took first place and, uh, I was actually 12th down on the list. I'm just being real. <laughs> like, just being real. I've never met anyone real. <laughs> Chris. We love it. Uh, it is uh, May 18th, and I've met a real human. <laughs> Rare breed. These days. First real human. Where are you right now with those 1970 I am in, cabinets? Uh, Colorado Springs. Okay. I am, um, yeah, same with friends here for now. All right. Uh, are you there for a race? Nope. I moved here like four weeks ago, and I haven't like found a house yet, but no. I live here now in the greater Colorado area. Wow, everyone's moving there. Why'd you move there? Why don't you stay in Texas? Because in Texas, I lived at like zero elevation um, in a soup pot. Like it's just very humid and very hot and it's flat as a pancake and zero elevation. And none of that really like uh, was something I wanted to be in long term. So the running community is hardcore, right? The ultra marathon, just all that stuff over in Boulder, huh? Those, the, oh, yeah. I, I, I was Everybody's just there the there. other day. And every dude is like built like a sheet of paper. It was just there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a lot of runners there. Yeah, a ton of runners. Crazy. Every every it, there really is a, a a a uniqueness to the dudes there. They they all they're just different. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I can say. They're different. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went and walked around downtown Boulder for the first time yesterday, and yeah, mm-hmm. everything up there is a little bit different. Yeah, everything is a little bit. They're like, okay, stop, Savon. Um, okay, reel it in. Um, you go to High Rocks, and you and when when you cross the finish line, do you, do you know that you've won at that point? Yeah, yeah. And are are you are you tickled? I realized I was going to win probably like a minute before I actually won, so I was still kind of like, wait, that just happened. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was wild. I still like. So with 20 wall balls left, you're like, I'm going to win this. It was, yeah, I was right at like, yeah, 20, 30 wall balls. I was like, okay, I think I actually do have this. Um, yeah. It was, the, was the other girl on the wall balls yet? Yeah, she was on the wall balls. She was about 10 behind me. And um, I hurt. I'm, I'm decently good at wall balls, but I'm not like the strongest ever. Um, and I'd heard that a lot of these European girls are really good at wall balls. They'll go unbroken, like all of that. So I was going to ask you about what, what were your sets in that hundred? Do you remember? I did 25 and I took a quick break. Um, and she, I had a 10 lead and she dropped it down to eight for, the, you know, on that break. Mm-hmm. Then I did, I was, I knew I could do 25 ish. I think I did 15 on the next set. Um, took a little break and then I came back and got pretty much up to like 60. And then it was right at, uh, 60, 65. I took my last break, I think. And that's where I was like, all right, we're just going to finish these out. So you did the last 35. Yeah. And can you hear how many, where, where she's at? I was hearing some, um, yeah. So I kind of knew she was 10 ish behind. I started, she started taking effort. She didn't break when I did. And I thought about going more than 25, but I knew like more than 25 is really going to burn me out and would probably like make my, you know, my next set slower, slower, shorter, whatever. So, um, I stuck with my 25 and then I think 
I was like 10 into the next set and she took a break. Um, I'm not sure how she actually broke it up, but she was taking enough breaks and her breaks were longer than mine. So it's a 14 round wall ball. Yeah. To a 10, 10 foot target. I think it's nine foot. Uh, I, I apologize. Uh, when I asked you that last question, I didn't hear your answer because I was looking at a text from my wife. It says, Avi says your guest is hot. Avi's my seven-year-old son. <laughs> and Ari, my five-year-old son, wants to know if you babysit. Well, okay. Good job, boys. Solid. Solid work, gentlemen. The three uh, so can you hear – can you hear – um, can you hear um, with, with their count and can they hear your count? I apologize. Yeah. I, Okay. Wow, that's cool. I mean, and that's the good, announcer right? is saying it really loud. Yes. Oh, so awesome. I, I knew, love it. That's and a then sport. I was also right next to her. So I could see her speed and I heard them say something about like she's moving faster. And I was like, nah, I can move faster than her. So I made sure to like keep up the same speed as her. Um, but she, I mean, she was taking the way, I mean, the best way to catch a wall ball is like right in front of your head and squat down like that. And she was doing a lot more of like the catch, like your chest slash your gut. And uh, hey, 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 hey. I'm a CrossFitter. How dare you try to educate me? He invented wall the wall ball. I okay. invented my, my, my tribe invented the wall ball. I I've been a coach for the last like four years. And so I've seen a lot of people do it wrong and I've tried to help people. a lot. So, so, so she was catching okay. it and like cantilevering over. Did yeah. you yell her? Hey, chest up, bitch. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. yeah, chest no, up, young lady. Why don't you let it land every time? Yeah, <laughs> do it in singles. Uh, just let do the bounce and catch, tuck under. How, how strict are they on on that hip crease uh, going below parallel? Now I'm just very strict. On. I no, got okay. no rept, and I'm not even sure what I got no rept on. I think I wasn't going low enough. I normally go low enough, so I was a little bit unsure. But I definitely my mind kind of went somewhere else, and he started getting <clears> no rep, and I was like, oh, better make sure. I think it was because I wasn't squatting quite deep enough. I, I, I tripped on this one that I watched. It wasn't this one, but it was another one. And Hunter had a, um, uh, uh, I guess his, does your judge stay with you the whole time from the moment the rate rate? So at each station you switch judges that are particular to that station. Yeah. Well, there was a judge there on one, on some race I saw and they handed him the ball. Really? Um, huh. Interesting. Though normally, I mean, Especially in like your normal race, all of the other waves will go earlier and the women's open weight is lighter. Um, the men's open weight is the women's pro weight. So there's different weighted balls there. Um, and there's been some times where actually the one that I won in Dallas, the girl next to me, her ball was too light. She grabbed the ball that was too light and nobody like noticed it until it was all done. Um, hmm. So do you, do, you, do you think no one's listening? Do you think she noticed it? I don't know. Good answer. So. Good answer. You're a good dude. She's a good dude. Of you course she didn't notice. <laughs> I put a, I put a six pound weight vest on my son today. Yeah. He only weighs, he only weighs. He, that's that's he, a big percentage of his weight. Yeah. Yeah. He's like 49 pounds. Uh, he was doing, uh, he's um, a stud though. He can, he could lift. No, problem. he was doing, he was doing a uh, jumping bar muscle and I put the six pound on him. He goes too heavy. He knew right away. It wasn't the four pound vest. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go. Let's watch some. Here we go. Is that this weekend? Yeah. Wait, did you get those shorts from uh, CrossFit Mayhem? Froning gave you his old shorts. Those are Froning's old underwear right there you're wearing? Nope. <laughs> those are my chicken leg shorts. Uh, that was it. Man. That's a beautiful setup they got at High Rocks. That is so cool. Yeah, It's it's really cool. Yeah. Um, You took a picture with Rich Froning I saw on your Instagram somewhere. Caleb, I think I got a link to that. How did you even know who he was? 
Um, I did his comp. I won his competition that he does out at his uh, Legend of the Falls. He puts on a competition. Um, I think he's done it a couple years now. But I went out is and it, did it. And is that the charity one for foster kids? Possibly. Is it? Was it in yeah, Cookville? Right. Um, right. It was in. I think it was in like Alabama, actually. Huh. He's a great guy, isn't he? Yes. Uh, just so you guys know, who you're listening, Rich might come on the show tomorrow morning, but you're yeah. going to get up early to see him. I've heard he doesn't like to lose, and I found out that he does not like to lose. He does not. Did you beat him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never had you on the show. This is blasphemy. <laughs> you know, someone on the show beat the great Rich Froning. And I beat him at his own race. That is awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. Beautiful. What do you guys think of that, huh? In the comments, what do you think of that? Beating up on our boy. <laughs> Chris Ruglaski beating up on the great Rich Froney. Crazy. Um, do you have any rivals in the sport? Or, or, or any of – and when I say sport, is there anyone else doing what you're doing? I guess Hunter kind of does what you do too, right? He's just kind of exploring this – this like, hey, you got to get your body from point A to point B, and there's going to be some shit that tries to stop you. Um, but he doesn't really venture into the ultra running. Um, right, sissy. No, yeah, he does not. Yeah, yeah. He's too big. He's kind of bulky. <laughs> he could do it. He's just scared. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, um, is there anyone else doing what you're doing? Not really. Um, there's some that will. There's a little bit of crossover with like. OCR and ultra running. And there's also a little bit of crossover with OCR and high rocks, but you typically don't see the OC. I feel like OCR is kind of the middle ground and you will typically find people that either go the ultra direction or more of the high rocks direction. Are you like um, a big deal when you show up at those events? Does everybody know you there? Mostly Sorry. not at which events. Okay. At Any o- of these events. At Any OCR, event. I know a lot of people and um, I've done the events enough. A lot of people know me. I'm, like I met a lot of people in them. Um, ultra running, definitely not. I am a nobody there. Do people take pictures with you with their kids, like little girls and stuff and little boys? And they're like, Oh, can we, can our kids take a picture? I have found a lot of parents will want to take pictures with me dragging their kids around and their kids couldn't care less. And they will either (laughs) want to like get a picture or like throw their kid in a picture. And their kid is like, I don't care at all. Um, (laughs) I've had to kind of do like, Hey, like, let's get the whole family in. Like that that might be cool. Maybe. And they're like, Oh, right, right. Like, my kids exist. Um, <laughs> so I found, I don't think kids care at all. Uh, but yeah, people are, it, it was uh, the Titan games, I think, kind of put me on like a, a lot of people just recognize my face um, pretty early on, I guess. Did you get how, how do you, go ahead, Matt, sorry. I, I was just going to ask her if she got to hang with The Rock. Sorry, super. I didn't really get question. to like hang with him, but I met him and we did chat some and he hugged me twice, so. He hugged her tight. <laughs> like soon as he hugged her, I was like one one thousand, two one thousand, three one. Linger. Jeez, rock easy, buddy. <laughs> Let it linger. Yeah. Hey, uh, how you? So you claimed that you're kind. You were uh, weak as a bird at that point, but yet you got. How, how does that happen? How did they? Um, how did they find you for that? How did they recruit you for that? I have no idea how they found me. Or I have no idea. So I got on there. I really don't know how I got on there, except that I had had a friend that said. Back when they were like accepting that, they put out that they wanted out, you know, people to apply, whatever. And a friend told me that he had talked to a casting director and they were really short on females. So he was like, you should apply, like, just try to get in. So it was literally the night that their application was like ended. 
I like filled out their whole thing. And at the end, they want you to like put in a video, like an introduction and talk about yourself, whatever. And I was like, I don't have anything. So I, but I had a video, I've been a nanny for years and I was a nanny at the time. So I had a video of me like just playing with kids in the backyard, basically. Um, so that was the video I put on there because you couldn't submit it without a video. Dude, <laughs> they, 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 they say that what was, what was that last thing you said? Before I just uh, rip into you again, just abuse you. You take the most abuse of any guest. <laughs> what, 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 what was the last thing you said? You, there's something you were, you get sent in a video of you playing with kids in the backyard when you were nanny and then what? Um, yeah, that, that was the only video I had of me doing anything. <laughs> hey, the only video you, that existed. You, you know, the others were the other video submissions they got are like girls in bikinis, like pole dancing. <laughs> And just crazy, you, you know, that's like 90%. Like, it was just like, just like stuff you put on Tinder. And you're like, well, here I am, as in, here I am uh, filling a bottle up. And she's like, no, I was oh, like, yes, I was doing like a handstand walk in the backyard. Like, okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Handstand walk with the, how, who did you nanny for? Um, this was a doctor in, uh, in the town I lived in, South Texas. Uh, how old were the kids? Um, there's a three year old and then twin 18 month olds. Wow. That's like that. Um, that's like uh, what I gave my wife. I had my wife make that for me. I have a twin yeah. five-year-old and a seven-year-old. She made those for me. That's awesome. Yeah. It's Twins great. great. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. And, um, were they Asian? They were, um, Middle Eastern. And oh, do you, what, 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 what Middle Eastern branch? India. Possibly. India. Yeah. Okay. They like had lived in New York and then, Ended up down in South Texas. Ah, how are you doing? Oh, nice to see you, Chris. Chris, Chris Roglowski. Oh, nice to see you. Come sit down, have a bowl of rice with us. I oh, think they've been, here for, they'd been here for a few more years than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am the CEO of 7-Eleven, and this is very inappropriate. My dad, well, the reason why I asked if they were Asian is because I, my dad was also in the seminary like your dad. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I am Middle Eastern. I'm Armenian, but I nannied also, but I nannied two Asian kids from Hong Kong. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great job. They were great. I, they were, they were two boys. They were awesome. I mean, that's not, I, I, that's not common ahead. for men to nanny. Yeah, he was a no, man. no, no. So my sister got me the job. I can't even believe wow. they let me. And I was just wild with them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> every, like every day, the, the I did something on accident that made them cry. I was always wrestling them, <laughs> rough housing with them. And they were the sweetest boys. I've always played this game where I'd gather all the pillows in the living room and I would just have them run back and forth. And I would just throw pillows at them as hard as I could and try, try to knock them down. They loved it. I loved it. Dude, kill two hours of nannying. But someone always like their head bounced off the wall or that shit happened. <laughs> someone yeah, took a pillow to the eye. Did you ever do that game with your kids? Throw pillows at them, make them cry? No, I don't make my kids cry. It was an accident. So I sent in that application and was just kind of like, whatever. I threw my name in the hat. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then it was probably like a solid month. Maybe it was probably like a month later. I got a call from a casting director in California. who's like, Hey, came across your application. I think you're exactly what we're looking for because we're looking for like normal people. And not just like <laughs> not pole like, dancers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he ended up. You kind of suck, so we're picking you. <laughs> that was literally what it felt like, and it felt like so. He put together a little. Now I did have. Um, I done some Spartan races. I done my first fifty miler, like a couple weeks before I sent that application in. So I kind of had like you know kind of an athlete, um, but I was you know obviously pretty normal. 
Uh, and that's pretty one. I mean, that's a hardcore athlete, but it's pretty one dimensional for most people. If you're running 50 milers, like you're, you're way out on one, one spectrum Yeah, <laughs> for the most part, you don't seem like Titan games material to me. If I heard that and had never seen you. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he, he basically, he like a video called me and like put together a little introduction video. And he said he was pitching it to the casting directors and like, let me know what they said. I was like, cool. Um, I ended up getting in and they had everybody come out like, uh, I think it was like two months before the actual filming. They had everybody come out for a combine. So, and, they, and where's that? Where was that? This was in LA. Okay. Um, so they flew everybody out there and they, they were, they were going to narrow it down to 64. They, but they probably flew out like just over a hundred, 110, 120 people maybe. Wow. Um, and I showed up to that. They had this all put up in a hotel. And I showed up to that hotel and all these people are walking around like all super strong and muscular. And I was like, okay, this is a joke. Like, I don't even know why I'm here. Like they just brought me here just to like relax, like whatever. Um, but then like during the combine, uh, there were like five aspects to it. They did like a, a max deadlift. They did like monkey bars, a treadmill thing. And then the, the fifth thing was an interview. And I think that probably helped me some because I'm kind of like a, I mean, I think I'm a, I can talk and like, um, homeschooled, like, homeschooled preacher's daughter. Homeschooled. That, that probably helped too. Um, yeah. So I ended up getting on the show. Didn't, ha- didn't so, take any vaccines when you were little that retarded your growth. I'm just, I am, I'm just I'm guessing. Not I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I, I did just oh, fine. Um, how was your deadlift? I think I, that week I found out that it was going to be, that there was going to be a max deadlift test and I had never really done a max deadlift. So I was yeah. like, I think my max deadlift. I think I, I think it was like two oh five, and then and you, and you and you weren't a deadlifter. It's not like you deadlifted like once a month or you didn't. You nope. didn't, wasn't part of your regimen. Nope. nope. Did you uh, know how to deadlift? Was anyone like, yes, hey, keep your back yes. flat? You so I okay. had started like six months before that. I would started going to a gym and told them like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can y'all help me? And they, I mean, that's the gym that I ended up coaching at. I've been a part of for the past four years. Um, is that Grifters? Is that Kenny's gym? That is Kenny's gym. Is called yeah, Grit Fitness. Grit, fit, grit, grit fitness. Grit fitness, yes. And, the, and Kenny was the one who six months earlier started training you with? Um, yes. Oh, can, Caleb, can we see Kenny? I, I got some links in the notes just to show off because some people don't research before they have her on. <laughs> okay, so six <laughs> months before you started messing with dabbling with the deadlift. Uh, yeah, I started doing like some workouts and I was training some with him. Um, and uh, and then um, – yeah. So he helped me. He was like, well, we should do a first deadlift, you know? So I did a two Oh five. And I think at the combine, that was a really bad video to pick. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. I was about the to say, audio, I could do that shit. That's pretty cool. Pretty funny. Um, yep. That's it. So, and I think at the combine, I actually like PR. I think I got like a two fifteen. Wow. That was it. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Do you deadlift a lot, a lot now in your training? Like bass squat, I, deadlift, strict press, you hit no, all your major ones. No. no? I don't do a lot of uh, conventional weightlifting. I, I really like the pictures. You're Caleb. You know me. Just anyone, any picture with the dude with his shirt off, he just picks. I just love it. <laughs> okay, and is he st- so? You're not with that group anymore, Ken, Rockstar Kenny, and the and the Grifters. I don't live there anymore, but I'm. I would say I'm so very much a part of their group, their community. Um, they're a good group, and I've been a part of it for a long time. So I think it's harder to just cut ties and out, but is, no does, does he still program for you? Does he program for you? Um, he's never really programmed a whole lot for me. He's kind of just helped me with like workouts and things to do. And, um, 
and just a lot of, I mean, he's given me, I feel like he's giving me a lot more of like just training, um, growing as like a human more than as an athlete, but I think those I don't know what you mean. Tell me, what do you mean? Tell me what you mean. I don't, I'm I not mean, following you. Okay. He's just a very, he's a very, um, he like owns a gym is very much, you know, a part of that whole fitness world. But I, and I, from being there, you cannot have a fitness without a good, or you can, but fitness kind of falls flat if you don't have a good mindset to go with it. Um, and so he has very much helped me grow as a person in my mindset, in my, the way I view the world, um, all kinds of things. Like he's just a top notch guy and has been a very good friend and mentor really. Um, he definitely got me started in everything. Like he was like, Hey, well, we need to like test your one mile. Um, we did a little bit of like heart rate training, like run long and keep your heart rate low. Um, just different basic stuff, but just, I think more than that, he's just been a good human in my life. <clears throat> show off time. We need, we need a, a, like a button to push every time I'm going to show off. Oh, you were training your one mile time, Chris. Yes. Your one mile time. You got a five, uh, 24 on Feb. I don't, can't even, uh, <laughs> 524 on February, 2021. Is that the last time you've tested it? I just see here in my yeah, note. Yeah. That's definitely the last time. <laughs> Congratulations. I that's um, two minutes faster than my fastest one mile time that I got in, uh, a, I think my senior year. That's a great, that's a great time. I also raise a, a good time. Souza. Yeah. So what's your fastest time? 555. Yeah. It's a great time. And, and, and great I also athlete. own a gym, Chris. I also own a gym just before. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Showing off and throwing things out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's he, all, your guy Kenny has steered people uh, to uh, a better life. And uh, a few of um, uh, Susan's clients have started doing heroin through the pandemic. But you know, it's the population. I don't know. <laughs> um, how, is, is it? Are they classes? Is it like a? I'm I'm picturing it kind of like as a CrossFit gym that I know. Like people yeah. go in there. There's classes. Then there's other people. There's open gym time, and people go in there and like practice their pistols yeah. or bar muscle ups or whatever their deadlifts. It's very much, um, it was kind of started from OCR. So he kind of found OCR, tried some OCR, him and his buddy started this basically like a boot camp, and then it kind of evolved into a gym. So it's now like it's group classes. Um, there's a daily wad. Um, there's somebody that'll, you know, coach through it and everybody does it together. Very CrossFit style. And um, the biggest thing is that it's very much not CrossFit because we don't use barbells in our regular programming. Um, so it's CrossFit minus barbells basically. And then a lot of the open gym is filled with a bunch of obstacles because that's kind of the, the fun thing to do. So. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, I don't know what Rich Holton is saying here, Johnny Depp, but let, let's, let's, well, let's run with this theme a little bit. Have you been watching any of the trial? Um, no, I've mostly just seen the memes. Yeah, yeah, me too. I haven't yeah. watched any of the trial either, the memes. My knowledge of it. Man. What a what a trippy world we live in. Oh, uh, what's next? Wait, we've had you for an hour and forty five minutes. Someone must have to pee. What, what's let's wrap this up. Uh, what's next? What do you do next? Um, next, uh, I'm I'm kind of following two OCR series this year, so I'm doing um, those both finish out in the next couple months. And I the, the Spartan one you talked about, mm -hmm. Spartan one. I'm now tied for third in the series, so I have you know, tied for third with the most points. Um, and then the other one is a savage race. And that's a, my preferred style of OCR because they are that mandatory obstacle completion. They're everything they do is more like innovative and creative. It's a smaller brand, but it's like a well-run brand. So um, can I see that Caleb? Yeah, there's a lot of, I probably have a lot of pictures of that. Savage, um, or just maybe go to their website. I'm curious to see them. I haven't heard of them. Yeah, are yeah. they the people? So 
Go ahead. They're kind of based more on the East Coast. They're kind of based, I think, out of Florida, and they do them kind of up that East Coast. The farthest west they come is Texas. Um, so, are are these events, um, these OCR events, are the women and men treated equally, like uh, at them? Uh, yes, at these ones, um, everything is the same for men and women. Uh, there is actually, I guess, one. They basically have like a wall ball with a target throw, and the women have a slightly lighter weight than the men. But other than that, everything is equal. Um, any kind of heavy carry they do, any kind of drag, anything is um, equal. Prize money? Yep, prize money is very equal. Oh, look at There's the win. Wow. That guy done good. <laughs> that guy's either done really well or he's get, that's the guy who gives out the awards at the end. <laughs> wow. All those Holy axes God. on his right arm are like uh, age group placements probably. Hmm. So. Did um, Who won Titan? Was that Danny? Who won? Did Danny Spiegel win Titan games? I um, Good question. Margo yeah. Alvarez? Margo, uh, Last year it was Charity Wit, and I didn't really follow it. This Or the, the first year. The first year that I was on it, it was Charity Wit. I'm not really sure who won this last year. Um, huh. And did, did Matt Chan ever win it? The, that yeah. thing happened more than once? That Titan thing is still going on? <laughs> it happened. I think the first time went really well, and it really blew up. There oh, yeah. Matt Chan. Oh, yeah. Eagle. Yeah. Friends of the show. Yes. Yeah, both, but yeah, definitely a friend of the show. Danny Spiegel, the, uh, um, I invited her on the show, but she um, said that, she, uh, forget what, I, I, I shouldn't say what her response is, but, but she declined. <laughs> she declined. Um, are you, are you like, shit, maybe I should have declined too. What did <laughs> what did, how did Christian sell you this show? How, what did they say to you? But let's well, indulge my, my, my listeners and myself a little bit. How did you end up here? He said that, uh, that y'all wanted to have me on. And yes. I had actually heard of it before. I think I listened to the last episode that Hunter was on. So I was like, oh, I kind of heard of it. And then I think just last night I kind of looked into it and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of a big deal. Like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you weren't scared. You weren't like, this is, this is, he just abuses his, 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 the people. Well, I, actually, like, I saw your Instagram and I saw your kid's Instagram and I was like, all right, they're doing something right. So. Okay, good. That Instagram's still working wonders for us. Did you hear that, mom? I know my mom's watching right now. Did you hear that, mom? <laughs> a wholesome young lady saw my accounts and was willing to come on the show. My mom wishes I was a That's gentler, good. kinder soul. Yeah, <laughs> don't they all? And said, "I'm only here so I don't get fined." <laughs> um. <laughs> I was at the beach all day, and I was um, sincerely dreading doing um, this podcast. I did one this morning that was two hours, and then I organized this one. I sort of dread doing all the podcasts. And um, and it was like I'd already partied. I'd been at the beach. I'd played with my kids. And I came home like two hours early. And I re- Do you know what the assault bike is? Yes. I rode the assault bike for like 20 minutes, and I did some like – I pretended to do some hand cleans, but really I'm just like curling and pushing up. <laughs> and uh, I'm sweating, and I drank a bunch of water. And – and then I, while I was, and I'd already done a bunch of research on you, but as I was watching, I was watching one of the more recent podcasts you did with, uh, I shouldn't say who it was with, but you were carrying the podcast. And yeah. I was like, and I started, and it was like about 40 minutes before we came on. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm just going to lean on this girl and make her carry the whole <laughs> damn show. She can carry a whole, she's so good. So you got me, you got, you're, you're, a, you're an amazing, um, uh, you're an amazing guest. You're, you're an amazing human being. I want you to know that the door is always open. Um, you have a great sense of humor. I, uh, you, you, you blew away my expectations. You're so fun and you're, you're, you're a tremendous role model for all the, uh, 
um, uh, boys and girls up there, uh, human beings who are growing up. And, and you, uh, please thank your parents. I whatever, you, whatever you think about. The, oh, I want to read you this quote. I read this quote a lot on my show. It's a good quote. Okay. When your parents are alive, you might wish they behaved different. When they're dead, you will wish you behaved different. Mm. Pretend your parents are dead. So, you know, like we get mad at our parents for shit, but really it's like pointless. Like why we get mad at them? Like, mm-hmm. We just need to stop. And, yeah. and what, what I, uh, you, have, you have tremendous parents. You, uh, I mean, I can just, the fact that they were able just to not give you a cell phone till you're 16. <laughs> I mean, the fact well, we you know were, how many kids are afraid. Do you know how many we kids lived are afraid? In the backyard. They didn't have to worry about us knowing otherwise. Uh, right, right. But, but, but some parents are just, they just feel this pressure from their kids and they just give in. But there are some really obvious things. You're not afraid to be alone. And we live in this. You, it's, I would even go out on a limb and say it might even be your preferred state. And that's how we should be as human beings. Mm-hmm. Every human needs six square miles to themselves. That would do a lot of good for this entire world. We would love everyone when we saw them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead, New York City has 442,000 human beings for every square mile. When we need yeah. six square miles, I think I think I learned that from Joel Salatin. Anyway, if you ever want to come on the show, um, I'm going. I will send you. Um, we have your email. Um, I will uh, send over my phone number. Um, then, if anyone ever asked, do you have his phone number? You're like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and you're always welcome on anything you want to promote, you want to talk. Um, uh, and I, and I sincerely mean that some of our best guests in the show, um, like Hunter will just reach out. We just, he just comes on out of the blue. Uh, Rich Froning comes on just out of the blue. A lot, most of our guests just come on out of the blue. Like you, you just came out of the blue. So, uh, you're always welcome to insert yourself. And, uh, and, and, uh, I set my Google alerts to follow you. So Matt and I will know ev- your every movement and, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys very much for having me on. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Chris Ruglowski. 